Hi and welcome to the Soul Garden, where we explore the inner and outer workings of living in a connected world. My name is Georgina Langdale and I'm delighted to welcome you here. So, today I am having a little look at the um, medicine wheel. And in particular, I'm looking at it um, and how we can work with it for grief. Now, uh, you may have listened already to um, the other podcast here that um, I recorded a few weeks ago with the gorgeous and talented shaman and healer Karen Johnson. And we discussed grief and the medicine wheel and the plant world and how that all comes together when coping and journeying through grief. What that discussion did was prompted um, me to make a set of plant essences specifically for working with grief and the medicine wheel. The set is now available on my website, so I do hope you take a look over there. But um, I thought that it would be helpful for you for me to provide you with deeper information. So where to begin? Well, I'm going to start off with some of my um, philosophy about connected world. Um, and for that, I, I journey back into the early 1500s when the great Renaissance physician, philosopher and alchemist Paracelsus said, the soul does not perceive the external or internal physical construction of herbs and roots, but intuitively perceives their powers and virtues and recognizes at once their signatum. Their um, signatum or signature is the organic vital force or character of a natural object. When we really see and, uh, and observe the, and sense the signature of different plants, we're then opening a door to be able to work with them for the things that those signatures resonate within us. So Paracelsus said, you know, that nature is the greatest teacher and um, with close observation, she'll give us all the medicine we need. So true. So very true. Plant essences are, are a form of vibrational medicine. They are a quantum connection with a plant. Um, they're not the same as plant essential oils. So essential oils take large amounts of physical plant matter to make a very small amount of very potent and um, aromatic um, extract. And um, so I see essential oils as um, having a very physical element, whereas I see plant essences as um, very much remaining in the realm of the etheric, of the um, of a totally energetic um, manifestation of that plant. You only need a very small amount to make plant essences, um, which I like also because it means that they're incredibly um, sustainable. So 
when I approach a plant essence, uh, making a plant essence, and by the way, all the essences that are available on my website I've made from plants growing organically in my garden or in forests um, in the surrounding area here in Hawke's Bay, New Zealand. When I first look at a plant, I first think about its um, physiological benefits, you know, as a herbal medicine. Um, and then I look at how those, some of those attributes work at an energetic level and how that energy can actually become uh, an emotional medicine for you. Also, uh, like Paracelsus said, that when we observe the signature, what we're doing is looking at the physical form of the plant, how it grows, um, where it grows, its shape, um, the way it responds to season, um, sun, moon, other plants growing around it, how it interacts with the animal world and the insect world. And we can really great, get a great picture together from all of those things. A great way of working with plant essences is, well, you can do it a number of ways. So one of the ways you can do is you can just put a couple of drops of the plant essence in um, a glass of water and sip it as you need it. Um, another way, you can just add, put a couple of drops on your tongue or under your tongue. Um, I also love um, putting a drop on my fingertip and then anointing pulse points and chakra points. All of these ways, again, this isn't about slathering on a cream or um, munching through a bowl of salad or something. This is about creating a quantum connection with nature to help you heal. So when you're working with plant essences, I think that it's really important to to make a sacred space of time, a moment in time when you can work with them with your full attention. Um, it's a time where you really think about the plant that you're connecting with, you know, paying it the respect of enabling it to be seen. Plant essences are the individual essence of individual plants but then um, you can also create blends and I call these elixirs and when I'm working um, with the medicine wheel and with this set grief in the wheel I think of them as directional elixirs so in the grief in the wheel set I have a directional e uh, elixir for each of the four directions north south east west so moving on to the wheel the medicine wheel is a healing concept that's been used by many cultures across millennia. Um, and it's a way of placing us in relationship with the natural world around us. Um, it helps us work with forces of day and night, earth and sky, seasons, the sun, planets and the plants. And I kind of see myself or the person I'm working with with the medicine within the medicine wheel as standing at the center of it and it's spinning and moving around around the person or around yourself you know the wheel is not a static entity it's constantly spinning and turning and changing just like you so the wheel enables us 
to to kind of step outside of time and inside our interior worlds. It enables us to find inspiration, support and, and even peace by deepening our connection to the worlds around us. Some people like to start working with the wheel in a certain direction, but I find that actually we can be more fluid than that. Let your heart lead you to where you want to be. We work with the directions in the wheel and each direction has its own characteristic. If you started in the south, the south is that place of um, physical manifestation of things, us included. The earth, the earth is the south, um, the plant kingdom. It's things made solid. It's a solidity of, of thought and of form. Here is where we work with the physical manifestation of ourselves. But conversely, it also means not only can we build structure, we can release structure. In South America, one of the totem animals of the South is serpent because, you know, it's sliding on its belly on the ground like how much closer to the ground can you get than that? And also, it is enabled to shed its skin, to leave behind the things that no longer serve it, to change form, to move on to the next phase of its life. So, when we're working with grief, the South can be that place where we're, where we're really holding on to grief inside ourselves. You know, that knot in your stomach, that um, tightness in your chest. It is the tear on your cheek, the aching of our heart. So when we're working with the South, we're acknowledging these feelings of grief. But we're also thinking about how we can start to transform that feeling of grief. How we can identify the aspects that aren't serving us in a way that is good for our own health and well-being. So when we work with the energies of the South, we can find firm footing again. We can lose that sense of slipping. It helps us acknowledge and start to release the pain that we carry within. And we're finding connection in nature. In this set, I've created a south directional elixir and the plants I've used for it are oak, fennel and rose. And the reasons for this are thus. Oak is an incredibly strong wood. It's protective, you know, it um, makes our homes for us, our furniture. It creates our safe space, our interiors that we live within. Its planetary influence is Mars with Moon. So to me, that's saying that deep protective spirit of Oak, Mars, you know, it will stand up for us. In herbal medicine, it has um, silicic acid, which helps um, reduce the inflammation of headaches and things. So it's reducing pain. And then the exterior, the bark of the Oak, is signified and identified with the moon 
you know, and that's all that emotion stuff. Often um, people use oak plant essence for people who have been working really, really hard for everybody else, taking care of everybody else, but not taking care of themselves. So the moon is uh, resides in Cancer, the constellation of Cancer, which is all about care and mothering. So oak makes this beautiful remedy for caring for everybody else and forgetting and neglecting ourselves. And then fennel. So fennel is Jupiter with Mercury. Fennel is used in Indian cooking as um, a carminative. It helps aid digestion and it reduces quite frankly, all that hot air. So I've always thought that fennel is really wonderful for helping us calm our rage, that inner fire, calm that that heated brain, that um, stress and anxiety. So when we're in grief, quite often we can feel incredible rage at the world around us, at the injustice of the lost loss of a loved one or um, things moving beyond our control, a change in circumstance. So fennel is there in this elixir in the south to help you calm that rage that is churning inside you, churning in that solidity of you. And then I use rose and uh, I use rose here as well because it's ruled by Venus It aligns with the fourth chakra, the heart chakra, and it's about reminding us to find the beauty within. Rose kind of gives us hope. Often we just feel so bereft we've lost ourselves. And Rose reminds us to love ourselves again. Then moving round to the west, the west is a real place of transformation. This is the place of the setting sun, day becoming night. Um, In South American shamanic use of the medicine wheel, the jaguar is the um, animal, the spirit of animal of this place because it's kind of the king of the jungle and the king of the Amazon forest and it's, it's killing things, you know, but by killing things it's creating new life. So I see the West as that place where we can turn fear into fuel, loss into love. It's where an ending um, creates a new beginning. So in the South, we could look at how our grief was manifesting within us. But here in the West, we can look at how we might change those energies. So the West directional elixir is a really powerful ally for this work. And I've chosen the three plants here are kawakawa, which is a native New Zealand tree, cleavers and jasmine. So kawakawa is a sub-canopy tree in the New Zealand native forest and it's a wonderful, it has lots of herbal medicine, um, really great antiseptic, antiviral, anti-inflammatory, you know, it's really calming and healing. But when you look at the kawakawa leaf, it's shaped like a heart and I think that's a beautiful motive for, for the transformation of things like loss into love. And also insects will eat the leaves where there are high points of volatile oils, of aromatic oils, the kind of plants, medicine. So quite often when you see a kawakawa, there are holes in the leaves. And I think of it as that ability to see 
light in the darkness and Kawakawa grows out under the sub canopy at the edge of forests it's reaching for the light out underneath the forest so there is this real sense of as we go into darkness that that dark night of the soul Kawakawa will lead us towards the light again Cleavers. So um, again, in herbal medicine, cleavers works with the lymphatic system to help rid the body of toxins. So energetically, I see its energy is very, very helpful in helping us to kind of release those toxic thoughts and toxic emotions. It enables us to let them go, to remove them, to release them. And then jasmine. Well, you know, jasmine's scent is the strongest and sweetest at night. It's ruled by the moon, the ruler of emotions. And it reminds us that even in darkness, there is beauty. So even in that dark, dark night of the soul, made wretched by grief, you can find beauty. You are reminded to keep going. The north on the medicine wheel is a place of lineage and journeys. It's a place of the stories we hand down from generation to generation. It's a place of the wisdom keepers and the ancestors before us. And it's that kind of guiding north star, that big journey that we set out on. It um, helps us, I feel, to keep placing one foot in front of another to walk through our pain. It connects us to wisdom and it helps us to think about the stories we too wish to hand down to future generations. So when I'm working with this with the North in grief, I think of it as what are the stories I want to hand on down the generations of this person that I have lost, that I have loved? What are the memories that we are creating now? And uh, the essences I've used in the directional, directional elixir here are olive, mullein and rosemary. Olive, well, you know, it's a plant of peace. So I think of it as making peace with ourselves and the situations we're dealing with. I also have this vision of olive trees that can be thousand, over a thousand years old. And I think of all those generations of families sitting under the boughs of that tree, telling stories, creating memories, sharing memories. So in the north, I think about using olive to tap into that continuum. Malain, great plant of communication. Malain gives you the ability to speak your truth and to listen well. And the reason for this is in herbal medicine, it is um, leaf is regarded as a, an amazing lung remedy a, and a bronchial remedy. Um, traditionally, you would smoke malain leaf, not like 40 a day, but you'd smoke malain leaf to help with bronchial complaints. And so if your lungs are clear, then you're able to speak with your full voice. Then the flowers of malain are used as a remedy for ear infections. You just put them in a bit of olive oil. So, you know, if you can listen, if your ears are clear, you can listen well. I think when grief, we get bound up. There are so many things we want to say. We're not getting our words across right. We're maybe not listening to 
to the help that's being offered by others. Um, we may not be able to cope with what we're hearing. Marlene can help energetically just to bring all of that back into balance. And then um, the last essence in the north set is rosemary. So rosemary is a plant of remembrance and focus. It's, it's a fantastic plant. Uh, traditionally, you would see it in um, hand fasting bouquets for, for traditional pagan um, wedding ceremonies as um, a symbol of, of fidelity. And then in funeral, uh, in funeral wreaths as um, a symbol of plant of remembrance. I see the fidelity as not only, it's not just about a relationship with another person. It's about being true to oneself again. And it's about being able to remember well and find focus when, you know, like when your whole world is turned upside down. Uh, then in the east, well, new day rising sun, new beginnings, rebirth, transcendence. This is where the eagle soars above the plane, seeing this massive big picture and then focusing in on the detail as it, need, as it needs it. So this is where we, we journey through and, and kind of discover the wisdom of grief, which um, was a lovely term uh, my dear friend Karen Johnson uh, used as in the work that she does with grief and the wheel. So here, the East Directional Elixir has three plants, Totara, a New Zealand native, Calendula, and White Sage. So Totara, um, I think, is a beautifully shamanic tree. It's strong, it's tall, it's protective, and it gives you that ability to like journey up that trunk, up, up into those branches, and gain perspective, but with this extraordinary strength at your back. You know, it is a really beautiful, beautiful energy. So as you're facing that new day, Totara gives you the strength to move forward into it. And then Calendula, beautiful orange flowers ruled by the sun. They're just about energy and fire and vitality. You know, it's like a Calendula flower is the sun rising up over the horizon. So Calendula... It, it helps get your inner fire going again. It can help bring in some light into your own soul, bring in some fuel and some fire to warm you, to give you energy to move forward. And then lastly, I've got white sage. White sage has been used over millennia in purification ceremonies and healing ceremonies. It absolutely cleanses and purifies space. It's a very sacred plant. It creates sacred space. So I see sage in the, in the East as, as a kind of purification of being. I see it as helping in a quantum way pass your messages through to the gods helping you connect with universal spirit and soul. White sage cleanses you from the fire of your own grief. So some days you may feel that you're needing to work more maybe on loosening up that 
that physical grip grief has you in. And so on those days, you may choose to just focus on the south. Another day, you may be thinking about, I really need to kind of get my head into a space where I can tell stories with kindness of the people, person I've lost. I can um, move forward. How do I create the legacy of legend for this person or this place or, or this event? The West is that real um, darkest hour before the day and that real point of I just need to turn my loss into love, my fear into fuel. So you can work with this set on your own. Use it for a series of meditations gradually around the wheel. You could work with it in um, all sorts of ways. Yoga actually is a really amazing thing to do to um, anoint yourself prior to a yoga or meditation practice and then really picture the energy of those plants and, and the energy of that direction, the attributes of that direction really helping hold you and help you. So uh, the medicine wheel is wonderful. The other thing is you can do is when I work with clients, we can um, spend time working in each of the directions of the wheel or with sp specific plant elixirs or plant essences. I hope that this has helped you. Oh, the other thing to know is that plant essences and these directional plant elixirs do not interact with other medications. You know, this isn't a physical impact. It's an etheric one. It's a, it's an energetic one. So um, you are not getting interactions with prescription drugs and things that you might be on that you may find you get with other more physical forms of plant medicine like tinctures and um, essential oils and things. So I hope that this has uh, been interesting. I'd love to know what you think. Do um, leave a comment. And I really look forward to helping you. If you buy um, one of my essence sets and you find that you have questions, just drop me a line. I'm right there. Okay. See you next time. Thank you for listening to The Soul Garden and I look forward to uh, meeting with you here again. But if you would like to know more about my offerings, head over to my website, georginalangdale.com.